Footprints presents The Incredibles, a series where you meet ordinary but incredible individuals. I feel that the best musical is just like the uh, best art. I can still remember how surprised I was when I saw a live musical happen before my face. <laughs> and, uh, my name is Ivy Young and uh, I started Seven Ages like 10 years ago. So I'm the founder and CEO of the company. Seven Ages is a musical production company that has already staged many shows in the country. What exactly has this young businesswoman experienced? When did she fall in love with this genre of Western-originated performing art and decide to promote it in China? To find out more, let's tune in to this episode of Footprints and hear the story of Ivy Young, or Young Jamin, the woman who flies high in the world of musicals with both business and artistic wings. Stay tuned. On the evening of August 13, 2022, an iconic melody from the well-known Broadway musical Man of La Mancha echoed through the Polytheatre in central Beijing. Celebrating the 10th anniversary of the show's arrival in China, its principal song, The Impossible Dream, was sung together in Chinese by both the performers and hundreds of audience members who waved the flashlights of their cell phones in the air. The performance that night was once again wrapped up with thunderous applause and cheers. Its popularity hasn't changed even after being performed nearly 400 times all across China in the past decade. Quietly sitting in the back row, Yang Jamin was supervising the performance along with her two other partners who started the company with her. From a team of three to a staff of 50, Yang Jamin and her company, named Seven Ages, has produced 10 musicals in all, staged more than 1,000 performances and toured more than 30 cities across China. To Yang Jamin and her team, this show has been a significant hit within the musical industry in China over the years, bringing them great success. But looking back 10 years ago when the company first came into being, it was not an easy journey for them starting from scratch. In 2012, 25-year-old Yang Jamin started Seven Ages in Beijing and produced its first show, Man of La Mancha, with her personal savings. Having worked in SoftBank in Tokyo for two years before returning to China, she had saved up 400,000 RMB, or roughly 58,000 US dollars. Ten years ago, this would have been considered a large amount of wealth for a 25-year-old woman. But for someone who wanted to produce a musical and promote it to people who weren't familiar with this art form, Yang Jamin knew it was a formidable job and that she still had a long way to go. While working as a business analyst in Tokyo, Yang Jamin witnessed how the musical industry was booming in Japan as well as how people loved this art form imported from the West. I think musical was like, uh, it's already like a lifestyle in Tokyo. 
because you can see this big posters of Lion King or posters of Phantom of the Opera um, in the subway or in the convenience store. Amazed by what she had discovered, Yang Jamin took advantage of her work and conducted a survey. Based on her research, Yang Jamin noticed that there was a turning point when the musicals industry boomed in both Japan and in South Korea. And that was when the GDPs per capita in these countries passed 10,000 US dollars. Seeing the fast-developing economy in China, therefore, Yang Jamin eventually decided to throw in all her savings on their first production when she returned home. She said it wasn't a hot-headed, irrational decision, but one based on solid ground research and analysis. I think one of the things I learned back in SoftBank is the history always repeats itself. Eventually, the similar kind of industry will appear in a developing country as well. But in order for that to happen, we need to introduce a lot of good musicals to the audience. At the time that we started, there is very limited number of audience, but we know that the market or the potential in China will grow to a substantial scale in about 10 or 15 years. Nevertheless, having a good sense of business and enough courage to make the first move is not enough. Yang Jamin soon realized that she had no experience at all in running a musical company, absolutely not on her own. In desperation, she went back to Peking University to seek help. The over 100-year-old university was her alma mater. There, she consulted with her drama teacher, Joseph Graves, on which show to begin with, and almost all the basics she needed to know about making a show and putting it on stage. As a Shakespeare specialist who focused his career on coaching theatrical performances in China, Joseph applauded his students' idea of bringing more musicals to a wider audience in the country. He gave Yang Jamin more than a helping hand. After a lengthy conversation with Joseph, he said, I really enjoyed your idea and that's something I wanted to do too. Maybe we can do it together. So that's how it comes and we just started the company 10 years ago. Joseph, a well-established Broadway actor, director and expert in drama making, handpicked Man from La Mancha and suggested that Jamin read the script to begin with. The show has always been his favorite musical of all time. I mean, there are many musicals that I really, really love, but this one is a mixture of great music and also really great dialogue, great speaking. And this is a kind of a Shakespearean musical, I feel, because the subjects and the themes that are dealt with our our understanding of reality, what is really real and what is imagined, what's going on in our mind and what, what we're facing in, in real life. How do we uh, hang on to our dreams in the middle of a place where dreams and hopes seem impossible? And so these themes uh, and rituals that are within the play are the kinds of things that all of us across all cultural and societal barriers deal with as human beings. And that night, Jamin sat until midnight and burst into tears as she finished reading the script. She told Joseph she would love to do the production. They took the most difficult step to purchase the copyright of the show Man from La Mancha. As a world-famous musical, 
The standard prepaid price for its copyright was around 1 million RMB, or roughly 146,000 US dollars, which was an enormous amount of money for Yang Jiamin back then. Uh, at first, we need to deal with the agent of the rights owner, and the agent said every country has the same standards. And they didn't care, because at that time, there's just no market of musicals in China, so they know they're not going to like, make a lot of money. But Yang Jiamin didn't flinch from such a denial. Instead, she later discovered that the agents were not really those who had a final say on the price. Being both young and bold, she wouldn't give up. I think back then it, it was more difficult than I thought, but uh, I was 25, what can I lose? So I think, yeah, so we, we just wanted to solve the problem. And that was exactly what they did. After detailed research done and numerous emails sent, they contacted the ultimate copyright owner, the only living member from the musical's original creative team, composer Mitch Lee. So I find out, okay, actually, the original writers, they are the decision makers. And then Joe and I flew to New York and meet him in person. And Joe spent a lot of time with him um, explaining how he feels this Man of La Mancha will be really popular in China. As Joseph talked about his understanding of the show's value and spiritual sentiment, Yang Jiamin, on the other hand, explained how they could foresee a huge musical market in China in the coming years. Finally, after three hours of thorough discussion, Mitch Lee was impressed by their deep understanding of the show, as well as their courage and persistence in trying to pull it off. At the end of that conversation, they eventually agreed for Yang Jiamin to pay 100,000 RMB, about one-tenth of the standard price, as a startup for introducing the show to China. With the copyright, Yang Jiamin could finally get their first production on stage, but things didn't get any easier for her. With 10% of her total budget, Yang Jiamin rented a small black box theatre that could only host 190 people in the audience. Then, with what's left of the 400,000 yuan, she purchased costumes, props, and paid the minimum wages of the performers, who were mainly Joseph's students. The early days were tough for them all, with more performers than audiences gathered in the theatre in their first few performances. But the popularity of the show plus Yang Jiamin's active promotion eventually brought a balance between income and expenditure. And as the saying goes, God helps those who help themselves. Eventually, they debuted China's very first commercial performance of Man from La Mancha in 2012. After her first taste of success, Yang Jiamin carried on with her adventure of producing musicals. As a businesswoman with a sharp insight, she knew that the original English production might be popular for a curious Chinese market. But equally, like a flash in the pan, it might not be able to attract the mass markets to make it sustainable, since Chinese audiences wouldn't necessarily understand English or the underlying cultural background all that well. As a borrowed performing art form from the West, Musicals are typically born with colloquial word choices based on Western literacy. And apart from lyrics paired with the music, sometimes the foreign jokes, slang and poetry can also be alienating for Chinese audiences to digest. However, just as Yang Jiamin was seeking breakthroughs in this regard, 
support was offered to her by someone just as passionate about musical theatre as she and Joseph. So Vivi came to see our first version of Man of La Mancha. And after one of the performances that she's seen, she came to me outside of the theatre saying that, have you ever thought of making this as a Chinese version. I said, of course, we always wanted to do that, but we can I don't know how to do it because it's so difficult. Hearing this, the girl volunteered to help to translate the show into Chinese and proposed to show Yang Jiamin her translations of some of the musical pieces out of the blue. Though surprised by the young girl's offer, Yang Jiamin read her translated version of some musicals and was absolutely amazed. And I, I, I look at them, it's just so great. Yeah, she did such a great job translating. Without hesitation, Vivi, or Chung He, who was back then a student at Tsinghua, one of China's top universities, took on the role of script translator and joined Seven Ages as a part-time and later a full-time partner. And uh, I think the decision proved to be right right now because um, she translated Man of La Mancha in such a beautiful way and uh, people will just enjoy the musical as like a local language version as much as possible. In December 2015, three years after its English debut, the Mandarin production of Man from La Mancha came to Shanghai and ran a total of 18 performances, attracting thousands of audience members from all across China. Once again, the commercial success is further proof that Yang Jiamin possesses a unique ability to survive in the musical's market. To her, the early efforts and hardships she endured paid off. When asked where her motivation comes from and how she has persisted on this growth path for over a decade, with a timid smile, Yang Jamin says her business family background has contributed to her intuitive decision-making strength. Born in Zhejiang province in southeastern China, she still remembers her hometown, Chuzhou, as a tiny, friendly town though it was among the first cities open to the outside world following the launching of the country's reform and opening up in 1978. So there is a lot of um, opportunity for uh, local people to do like overseas business at that time. So it's like a natural thing in, in my hometown. My mom is an entrepreneur as well. Uh, what she was doing is costume factory, I think, like export a lot of sports suits to, for instance, like Germany. So I, I grew up in the environment that I can see my mom, how she started her own company and how she tried everything to pursue her dream. So I think that's where my entrepreneurial spirit is coming from. Apart from being a practical doer who always wanted to start her own business, Yang Jamin's business aptitude has been enhanced by her love for the performing arts and also family influence. When she was a little girl, she always enjoyed watching Peking opera performances on TV along with her grandma. 
Back in high school, Yang Jiamin had always loved music classes. It was then she first encountered musicals, a video clip of Cats played for the students by her music teacher. But that was only a first taste. When studying at Peking University as an undergraduate, she got a chance to watch a student's production called Avenue Q. That experience changed her life. Although it's a like amateur production, I can still remember how surprised I was when I saw a live musical happen before my face, and uh, the experience just uh, deepens a lot. And uh, I just uh, fell in love with the musical form. Since then, Yang Jiamin has grabbed every opportunity to watch musicals online. Such enthusiasm followed her to her first job in Tokyo. Where she was exposed to more sophisticated musical culture. Indeed, business and art are two wings for Yang Jiamin to fly in the musical world. However, in the beginning, in the face of an opportunity to put her artistic passion in line with her entrepreneurial dream, Yang Jiamin hesitated, wondering if she had what it takes to make that dream come true. I think that's like two paths that's always in my life. But、uh, I didn't make up my mind back then because I think I still need more time to prepare. In her second year working in Tokyo, an unexpected incident gave her a push and accelerated this preparation curve. I think it's 2011, right? It's、um, one of the biggest earthquake ever happened in Japan in the past hundred years, I think. And the whole building was like shaking, like the building is gonna collapse. And、uh, there's a moment that we all think we we will die in the building. At that life and death moment, Yang Jiamin thought about her life seriously. She saw flashbacks of moments in her life. Among them was her love and passion for musicals. Sometimes this life is just unpredictable, and life is so short. You never know what will happen tomorrow. So after that earthquake experience, I think, what should I wait? That experience just pushed me to a decision-making point. That I think there's no time you will get fully prepared in life. I can prepare myself during the process. Of、um, starting this musical company. By that time, there had already been a few musicals introduced into China, but the making, running, and promoting mechanisms in general were still far from being mature and systematic. Most people would not choose to walk into a theater and pay a high-ticket fee to watch something they had barely heard of. At the turn of the century, China's economic reform deepened and entered a new era, where the people's hierarchy of needs started to spiral up from basic improvements over food, shelter, and security to the longing for something a bit more spiritual, aesthetic, and self-actualizing. More and more ordinary people started to seek a more diversified recreational lifestyle: opera, ballet, drama, concerts. And pop cultures like rock and roll, etc., all started to bloom on Chinese soil, and musicals among them 
combining drama, singing and dancing with its immersive and entertaining nature started to attract larger audiences, especially in the early 2000s. Within 10 years, the country had embraced much larger audiences and fans for musicals, with internationally renowned productions like Les Miserables, Cats, Phantom of the Opera and Lion King, coming into China one after another. Yang Jiamin was one of the people who noticed how inclusive musicals can be when catering to the spiritual need of audiences from different consumption and appreciation levels. That was a valuable business intuition she used to her advantage. Apart from the, the market itself, I think there are several things that helps the industry to grow. One is um, the government spent a lot of money in building theaters in China both in the first-tier cities of Beijing, Shanghai, and also in the second-tier cities. That was also an era that better box office services became available. Theatre lovers in China could easily buy tickets on and offline. This, in turn, helped to cultivate a more mature, properly behaved audience base, which helped to improve viewing experiences in general. Gross theater revenues from January to March jumped nearly 40% from last year, and now it's more than $2 billion higher than North America's revenues. There have been voices saying that not only should musicals be translated into the Chinese language, but they should also be localized by creating authentic Chinese shows. In fact, since musicals were first introduced into China decades ago, there have indeed been individuals and performing troops venturing in this direction. When asked by the media whether Seven Ages would redirect its course to create authentic and original content musicals, Yang Jamin replies that the time is not ripe for her to make such a move. She notes that none of her peers have so far been successful in creating a show and taking it to a phenomenal level. I think even before us, like 10, 20 years ago, there are already a lot of um, experiment, but I think it's just uh, such a pity that they started too early. Because I think sometimes the market has its own loop. History will always repeat itself. As a CEO with good judgment in the performing arts and a clear picture of how and when to expand the company's business, she has proceeded steadfastly with patience, waiting for the right time. I think the musical form to tell story actually is not a Western thing. In a more broadened definition, like Peking opera or the other form of traditional Chinese operas, they are all musical forms. <laughs> yeah. I hope that in the future, if one day we will develop our own or original musical, we can borrow elements or essence from our traditional culture. And I think that day will come very soon, too. Besides producing original Chinese musicals in the future, Yang Jiamin harbors another ambition, that her company should further increase its involvement in providing stage performance training for the young, a cause she embarked upon from the very beginning of her musical career. For all these years, Yang Jiamin and her art director, Joseph, started from setting up seasonal workshops and school theater clubs, 
They visited schools and universities in Beijing and Shanghai, introducing their favorite musicals to students who shared their love for music and performance. They also tutored student groups in the performing arts while cultivating their love for musicals. Ever since 2017, Seven Ages has been establishing musical institute branches in Shanghai and Shenzhen. So far, they have trained nearly 3,000 students, aging from 4 to 18. Occasionally, they've staged youth versions of the same musicals and have invited young singers to show what they've learned. We're actually doing a young version of Man of La Mancha. So the performers are all from 10 to 18. They've got to experience the total package, like the real audience, the real stage, also the professional lighting, costume, and the music and live band, everything. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to the final performance. They're actually rehearsing next door. Yeah. According to Yang Jamin, these young performers are future stars. They are the hope of China's musical industry. While our interview ends, the show continues. We have learned from Yang Jamin's posts on social media platforms that the youth version of Man of La Mancha has made a huge impact in musical circles and is regarded as a huge success. Watching their performance and seeing them bowing for their enthusiastic audiences at the end of the show, Yang Jamin had tears in her eyes, surprised how the young performers empathized so well with the roles they played and, in fact, using their own life experiences to tell their own stories. Her longtime partners, Joseph and Vivi, shared her feelings. Because I feel that the best musical is just like the uh, best art. It's similar. It's just uh, maybe ultimately we will have more like uh, future performers, future actors. Yeah, which is a good thing. But uh, then we will have our own musicals and uh, they will become the world-level quality musicals. So some of the kids will be like professionals in the musical industry. But more than that, if many kids get a chance to experience musicals, I think it's one of the best experiences you can ever get in live performance. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our reporter, Liu Yushan. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Just key in Footprints, and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Oh.